0: Wow, sounds like I was still on the show yesterday <laughs> despite not being on the show. Hey, what's going on? Sedano, uh, LZ, and Cap with you here. I mean, fire away if you've got oh questions because I've oh, got a therapy dude. session ready for Laker fans today um, because, God, I, 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 I mean, if you look on social media, you would think that, uh, you know, somebody passed away after a loss yesterday in Utah in February. But anyway, um, but go ahead. It, wasn't, it wasn't
1: a loss. It was a thorough Humiliation. It was a it, beatdown. What was, it was all that. It was. It was a savage undressing. It was it that was, too. It, <laughs> it was. It was all the things. So it, it wasn't just a loss. Yeah. It was yeah. humiliation. Yeah. It highest, wasn't worth watching in the second half. I can tell you that much.
0: It, it was all of that. Um. And I mostly saw the second half because I got back to the hotel after going to get uh, some of that jumbo shrimp and that uh, horseradish cocktail sauce. Uh. You know that I could take to my room. Uh, I was, uh, you know, I caught the, like in the second quarter by the time I got back from the arena, but yeah, it, look, it was bad. It was bad, but go ahead. Ask me about the, 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 the turtleneck and ask me about the, the pockets. Go ahead. Ask the questions since I'm here. LZ,
2: would you like to lead off? Do you have anything for George?
0: Well, no.
2: Yeah. Me neither. I, I think,
0: I,
1: yeah. I think you should. I think yeah. you should.
2: I'm over it. Whatever. I mean, it
0: sounded like you guys were upset that I sent. Two well, pictures out that weren't I mean, you guys.
2: It seemed a little strange. strange. Hold on, hold on, hold
0: on. Let me let me ask the person who always will tell me the truth around here. Yeah. Okay, which is Laura. Okay, mm. Laura is going to give us brutal truth. Regardless, because sometimes we try to be nice to each other, or we try to hide stuff from each other, because we're men, right? And men tend to do that. Laura's gonna keep it as real as real can be. So, Laura, what what happened? What is the truth here?
3: They were salty as you know what.
0: As F. Yes, A-F. yes, A-F, yeah.
3: Especially yeah. Cap. He was so salty. Wow. LZ Cap, was like, really? eh, you, you know, know what? what? That actually know. is
0: not that surprising. <laughs> Cap is very needy. Elzy <laughs> is not. You know what I mean? Like that. That is not surprising. Elzy. I- I thought it was L- I think weird, LZ- though. See, Cap was hurt. I could feel like LZ was just disappointed.
1: I well, I mean, even, listen. I wasn't even I, – honestly, I wasn't even disappointed. I wear turtlenecks. I didn't know what the big deal was.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I like I like a turtleneck. I well, do, it, but I do the think turtleneck,
1: it's a- the turtleneck
0: became kind of like my Sager thing a couple yeah. of years ago. I yeah. wore it one time. People on the internet freaked out. So now I don't wear them as often anymore. But every once in a while, if I'm in a cold weather city, I'll bust it out because then the reaction is what it is.
2: So. Do you feel like the way Stephen A. Smith tossed to you yesterday, which was, <laughs> and he said he goes, "My man, George Sedano. He said, "You look." cool but uncomfortable.
0: Well, yeah, uncomfortable because it's cold as hell in Indiana. Oh. Yeah. Well, That's he made he it like- seem
2: he made it seem like you were um uh, very pressed, you know, like starched, like you were very tight, you know, like that that, that 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 turtleneck that you were rocking. I said it was a thirst trap. Uh LZ brilliantly said it was more of an advertisement, but um you know, it's to me it's it's hey Dwayne Johnson you and me, we're we're the three oh five boys. You know what I'm saying? We're we're like Pitbull. Take a look at me, brother. That's what I, I think it says. I,
0: I just look at it as the turtleneck. Every it, it's it is a fashion risk and also a fashion statement, LZ and Cap is the way I look at it. So, you know, you can't go wait you can't go over turtle, right? You can't you can't get, you know, you you can't get too crazy with the turtle. You have to do it in uh, you know discreetly and occasionally. And then that's it. Because if you go – it's like a pitcher. If you go to the same pitch all the time, eventually, you know, people are going to be uh, hip to what you're throwing. So, you know, you got you to mix it up a little. Like, I'll tell you this. I got the Warriors-Lakers game on Sunday on ESPN, and I'm going to throw in a whole different look on Sunday. Whole different look.
2: Mm-hmm. Will it be a better pocket square? Because that was what I was most disappointed about. Was that I it mean, what was were you disappointed? Up, it was a it was very – it was simple very straight, pocket square. Yes, yeah. very simple. I mean,
0: if you're going to have the turtleneck and be well, kinda, but the turtle you know, out then, there. You no, know, because here's the thing. This is the problem. And LZ, tell me if I'm wrong, because you're you're the only person out on this particular panel outside of Laura. I'm talking about the men who I actually trust their fashion advice. Okay. Oh, well, thank so, you
2: very much. That, yeah. By the way, that doesn't offend me. That seems realistic. In fact, I feel the same way. LZ, I'm 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 gonna only trust you as well.
1: Yeah, as you should, to be honest That's with funny. you. That's so, funny. I only trust me, too, when it comes to fashion. We All right. three of us are on the same page. Right, they, right. They I will all not agree.
2: ask for yeah. George. I will not ask for George's the, the, turtleneck the square pocket. But, I but, will come to you, LZ.
0: LZ, if you go flamboyant pocket square, then you're taking away from the turtleneck. Like, the whole point is the turtleneck has to play.
1: Hmm. Well, I, I would say that I would have gone with, since she went with, a monochromatic sort of look between the pocket square and the turtleneck. I would have probably been a little bit bolder with that pocket square and how Did it you was say with the color, into. with the color, no no, 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 not necessarily with the color, just how you actually decided to place it inside of your your lapel, right? The mm. fold, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like I, I would have, yeah, because the color was was going to be. Wasn't going to change, but you, I thought you could have jazzed it up a little bit with mm. a different fold. Yeah, with the fold. Mm.
2: Yeah. See, I like the fold big and fluffy, like a flower is popping right out of my
1: jacket pocket. I mean, pocket. a
0: flower seems aggressive. I feel like. Well, no, it's a, it's a hanky aggressive. flower. That's that's that's, that's
1: a, a flower is, is fine. A garden is aggressive. Yeah. So, as mm-hmm. long as you didn't want to do like an entire botanical gardening, yeah, pile, exactly.
0: <laughs> so, anyway.
1: But the yeah. um, important thing is this. Yes. You look. You looked good. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you, know, you look That's money. That's the important thing. You look Legu- great. You look, good. You, you look like you should have. You look like you were a former player that decided to stop by and just do like a little, you know, sideline reporting to help the guys out.
0: Yeah, I did. Which, by the way, was it was a, an experience um, being at a game with actual fans. How many? Um, twenty-three hundred.
2: All right, twenty-three hundred right. people. How close is the closest fan to the floor?
0: Uh, probably like fans. Probably like ten rows up.
2: Mm-hmm. So there's no courtside. Karen's there.
0: No courtside. Karen's there. The only mm-hmm. people allowed courtside are like team personnel types. Mm-hmm.
2: Twenty three hundred people. Okay, mm-hmm. go ahead.
0: Yeah, and, and it was um, it was certainly interesting. I, I mean, I think that, look, there's only so much canned noise that you can take, right? Like, like you, no, nobody's dumb, you know? Like, yeah, it, right. it, it helps the TV product, I think. But when you're actually in the building, it you know, you're looking around. <laughs> you know what? You could see people. Not there. <laughs> so at least there you can see people reacting, right, to stuff happening. So I, I thought that that at least created a better environment to be in. So it was the first place I've been to with actual fans. LZ, and it
2: was what the was first the first time. That LZ, they were, fans. W- let me ask you, what was the last live sporting event you were at?
1: LFC. Okay. Uh, like March 8th, I think it was. Okay. Whatever. The LFC match that was right after. Who played second? It was the Clippers. So right after the Clippers game. I went to LAFC. And that was the last live
2: sporting event. Um, for me, last one, not the ass, but here it goes. Last one uh, was Sacramento hosting New Orleans the night that the NBA shut down. So the game actually never got played, left at the pregame. George, I am very curious to know, because you're there, we're not, what it is like, 2,300 people, you're doing a pregame report, the DJ is behind you scratching and making the noise for a small number of people. So what is it like with that small number of people in an NBA arena for an NBA game?
0: No, it was nice. It was nice, like I said earlier. it was just It's nice to be able to look around and see people reacting, right, and not just it be canned noise. Um, I didn't think the crowd was like this overwhelming uh, crowd, uh, which was strange because it was a pretty close game throughout. Uh, but, like, for example, I was watching, because the Warriors were on a back-to-back, I was watching the uh, the Warriors game in New York, and it was the first time they had fans at the Garden. And on TV, it was audible that you could hear those people reacting. Um, and Mike Breen was also on that game. Obviously, he was at the arena in Madison Square Garden that night, the night before, and he was doing the game from home yesterday. But we were talking on Zoom prior to the game when we were talking to the coaches. Uh, Mike told me it felt like different for him calling a game that way so um indiana not as much um it's for whatever reason the fans weren't super duper into the game um but there was at least some emotion in the building which i thought was nice okay so i'm hopeful that we can get that for the lakers um and clippers here in theory by the playoffs like that maybe you can get you know a couple thousand fans in there and i feel like you will i feel like with the Lakers fans specifically when they get in that building, like I think much like the Knicks fans the two nights ago, I think it will be it'll be noticeable when they're well, in the building.
2: Well, let me tell you, for everybody that says, and I you know, yesterday talking to Trudell, he's like, You know what the problem is with the Lakers? We're like, No, tell us. He's like, There's no fans in Staples Center and, and it's such a, a special night when the Lakers are playing and the yeah, crowd is, is vibing. Okay, great. So 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 somebody gonna have to figure out something other than fans right now. To get this team going again, because yesterday <laughs> well, Bergman <health. laughs> hey, hey, Bergman says this yesterday. You ready for this? Bergman yeah. says to me and LZ, "I don't think the Lakers will win another game before the All Star break." And I'm like, "Really? Like, you mean, know, like come on, hold no. on one second, hold on. Don't don't misinterpret my
0: words. I said well, there's a good possibility. I didn't say I don't think they're going
2: to really. So
0: so they're okay. They're, okay. Mi- so what did you say, Bergman. What What did you say? What did you say? Just so I know.
2: I said there's a good possibility that they don't win another game, but it really depends
0: on what happens with Dennis Schroeder coming back. I anyway, mean, that's, that's another a, game in, in, for how long?
2: He's saying they won't win another until game the All-Star until break. the All Star break. By the way, your statement was stronger than the one that I gave you, so so yours was more definitive. Nonetheless, okay, all right. Uh, here's my question, okay? What's going to happen now? Because George, you said you're breaking out the couch today. You, you you're you're ready for some therapy sessions the sky is falling the lakers season is crumbling uh, lebron is getting old lz help me here
1: help you with what Scott? i
2: don't know i'm just i'm just <laughs> rambling uh,
0: look i i would say this i think that there a couple of things can be can be true at once right the utah jazz are a legitimate opponent right i think that there's that right um I, I don't think they should be taken lightly by any stretch of the imagination. I think that they are good. They are a team uh, in the purest of forms, right? Like, they they kind of spread the wealth as far as guys that can get you. I mean, Donovan Mitchell didn't even have a good game yesterday, and they still blew out the Lakers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, that just goes to show you how how good they are from a roster perspective, LZ. But I would also say that in a playoff series with Anthony Davis and LeBron – I wouldn't pick the Jazz to win. I would absolutely pick the Lakers to win. And I don't even know if it would go the distance.
1: Um, You know, I, I don't watch enough of the Utah Jazz, admittedly, to to be able to tell you if that game was an anomaly. Or no, no, they're, they're no, 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 they're good. They're good. No, 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 no. I they know, won, know they're good. They've won 20 I, I know, games no, by I, double I digits. I know they're good. No, <laughs> yeah. I know they're good. I know yeah. they're good. Yeah. yeah. I'm not asking if they're good. Right. I'm asking if that game was an anomaly or not, right? Because the but I way don't that think so. They, but I, I don't watch them enough to know, right? So all, all but i if will I, but say if I, is this: but if I, told I watched you, the Lakers. I watched the Lakers enough to know, yeah, that they do shoot better than that, that they can play defense better than that, yeah, and that LeBron James can be more aggressive offensively than that. Why none of those things came to pass? you know, is worthy of discussion. Was it the Utah Jazz's offense? Was it the fact that they are tired? I mean, what, Utah lost in the first round, right? Game seven in the first round. So they've been resting longer than the Lakers, obviously, who had to play, you know, didn't have to, who had the opportunity to play all the way through to the end. So I don't know why all the reasons why that game translated the way that it did. But what I do know is that the Lakers can play better than that. I don't know if the Jazz played their best, or if that was an anomaly, or what?
0: Uh, look, the Jazz have won twenty games by double
1: digits, so they're no, that I good. That. No, yeah, I, they're... I get that. I no, I get no, that. No, no, but, that, but, but, but that's my is point. Is that they are that good. Um, but this I, is top tier talent. This is this is the. I mean, the Lakers went through a series of games where they were beating people by like thirty points. So, like everyone can, good teams are going to have this sort of dominant runs. It's what kind of what kind of performance are you having? against the Clippers, the Lakers, um, the Sixers. like those are the, That's what I'm talking about. And it, whether or not that was an anomaly against the Lakers or if they're really like a version of the Golden State Warriors and it doesn't really matter who's in front of them, they're going to pop you. That I don't know. I just
2: keep coming back to everybody saying, well, if I've got LeBron and I've got AD, then I'm still going to pick the Lakers. But I just want to say, I mean, I'm really, really worried about AD. I'm really worried about what he will be if he he is back in the second half of the season. And I got to say, right now, I might be thinking, no. In fact, I will be thinking, LeBron, maybe we really got to cut back your minutes. I know you want to be there for your team. I know this is your franchise. I know the warrior that you are and the heart that you've got, you want to put us all on your shoulders. But, dude, we're going to need you healthy and fresh at the end Not right now. And I don't know that anybody's got the clout to even be able to say that to him.
0: All right. Well, let's get into that on the other side. We'll open it up to the phones. The leather couch is open for you, Lakers fans. Four in a row you've lost. We are here to help you. We're here to bring peace to the universe, okay? 877-710-ESPN. Is that therapy music I heard there for a second? What, What was that? I heard like a piano
3: yeah, oh, there we go. That's your therapy music. I'm this actually very... here
2: to panic. I'm here to go into a full-blown panic. Uh,
0: okay, well, then we we will settle you down, too. You can lay on the couch, too. Thank um, you. So 877-710-ESPN will open up the phone lines and we'll let people uh, get their therapy session. Laura's got the music for it and everything. This portion of the show is presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing health care one person at a time. I mean, look, you couldn't have you know nailed a better uh, sponsor for this segment and the upcoming <laughs> segment than uh, Alignment Health Plan there. Uh, also, I've got a theory on the jazz. Uh, but we'll answer Scott's question. We'll take the therapy calls. And uh, we'll, we'll get into this jazz theory that I have in a few moments. And don't forget, coming up at 4.30, a new name. A new name. Trying to win 180 bucks. So you got uh, 18 minutes to register. And it's very simple. All you got to do is text the word MISSION. That's M-I-S-S-I-O-N. To this number, 40705. That's text the word MISSION to 40705. all right so we'll get to all that coming up next
2: hi it's mike greenberg letting you know espn bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring the official sports book of espn has exclusive offers and markets from scott van pelt stephen a smith and me plus many more from the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark there's no better time for sports fans sign up today new users get a bet reset up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win download espn bet today what a play must be 21 plus and present in present and select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for
0: details. Oh, Chameleonaire! I haven't heard this song. I think in like easily uh, 10 or 12 years. But it takes a minute to ramp up. But it, it, yeah. it's like it's a good jam. Um, I'll wait. Do you remember it, LZ? Chameleonaire, Right and Dirty?
1: Yeah, it, it does take a long time though. I also it, remember It's, it's got a uh, long
0: ramp up. Yeah. The
1: Weird Yank- the weird Al Yankovic version as well.
0: Oh, my God. The Weird Al Yankovic version is fantastic, too. Whitey this is nerdy. taking
2: a long time to get going, by the way, after all that excitement of, of McVay's coming on
0: and everything are, else. That's why going- are you the oh, bit killer, by the way? I don't what know. Happened? I don't yeah. know. Oh, the Laura, mm. Laura gave you. Mm. Mm. What happened, Laura? Mm. Why is he the big killer? <laughs> he just doesn't play into the bid. Well, you know what it is? I just think you, you, you know what's got. What, what? It's probably this. We're a weird bunch to just jump right into. Okay. Because here's the thing, let me explain this station to you, okay? Because I've been here now, you know, almost five years, right? So I it's four plus years. So I I, I got a good sense of what goes on here, okay? Okay. Everybody's ahead. everybody's LZ and you you and can certainly attest to this. Everyone's got their own little crazy, okay? Like that's just yep. it, right? And Morales is the puppet master of all of it, okay? He is he is the the puppet master is the perfect way because he is pulling the strings. And he is—he's getting you to react. He's getting me to react. He's getting LZ to react. He certainly gets under Mason's skin. Oh my God, uh, it is wild how much Mason lets him get to him. Um, and then Ireland kind of messes with him back a little bit too. But it's just with Morales—if he's saying you're the bit killer—I think it's—I don't—I don't think that's fair because you've been here like two seconds with us here on this show. Well, and let, let me it's tell you a how lot I take to, it, It's though. a lot to catch up on in like let a me, very short amount of time.
2: But let me tell you how I take it. Okay. When you walk into a professional wrestling ring and everybody's yeah. booing you, that is your sign of respect. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So morale is already coming after me. I'm all in on it. I'm yeah. good with it. You know, no. now he has now. He, now, let me tell you where he's where he's come up with this. And I blame both of you guys, just so you know. Okay. Uh, there was a. We were talking about something a few weeks ago, and I did my brilliant Adam Sandler impression. Both of you guys thought it stunk. Okay, yeah, and, and and you like just it stopped. Did. You just slammed on the brakes. <laughs>
0: Wait, okay? I, love, I love that Bergman just snuck in. A, it did. It like, did like, just randomly. Go ahead. It I was very it well placed very... by you, Bergman. Bergman, so, yeah. you have been replaced as the bit killer. You, no, you yes. have. You have, yes. you, you have been replaced. <laughs> I. It, you have made Bergman the happiest man alive, Kaplan. But oh. Go ahead. Oh, it feels so good. Go, go, cap.
2: I know he's so happy. He's he's so happy. He's like, oh my god, they finally are leaving you know, me alone.
0: What what, what? what? Have you? Do you watch Game of Thrones? Of course. Okay, it's like, what was the 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 Night's Watch? Bergman has been replaced on the Night's Watch. <laughs> I'm free. Bergman, LZ, isn't that what married? it feels like for Bergman? He's been replaced on the Night's Watch. Oh, LZ actually I did have to run to the bathroom. He did text that. I should have saw, read that before I actually went to him. My bad. Really? I um, didn't see
2: that text either. I didn't yeah. see that either. Yeah, so. yeah.
0: Go ahead. So that's what it is, Bergman. You've been replaced on the night's watch.
2: I, I'm very glad you're bringing this up, George. I'm very, very happy you're bringing this up because let's take a second here for one minute. Before we get on to the Sedano therapy couch, mm-hmm. okay, before you talk all Laker fans off the ledge, mm-hmm. As the panic meter, at least in my world, has gone from a, hey, five, no big deal, slightly concerned, to I'm pushing up towards, like, flatlining, okay? My panic meter is going through the roof right now, okay? So before we get on the Sedano therapy couch, this is great that you're talking about this. You can't hide this kind of stuff, right? You and LZ have been working together forever. I was doing nights, doing my own thing, making up the rules because I didn't think anybody was listening. They put me in to hang out with you guys, and the next thing you know, I'm known as the bit killer. Come on.
0: Well, Mason just just text in uh, to you, me, and LZ and says, Kaplan is absolutely the bit killer. I listen every day. He sucks the joy out of every bit. And I said uh, running to the car to listen because that's Mason's bit. He's always running to the car to make sure he listens to the show after him. So, mm. Which n- never really happens, just FYI. He sucks the joy of out of every bit. Yeah, yeah. He never actually runs to the car. I don't even know if Mason's <laughs> doing any running, period. Uh, I got to be honest with you. I would actually be afraid of Mason running. Um,
2: do, you, I, do you know it, that it, I was on Mason's podcast the other day? And, yeah, and, uh, you're doing deep. And, and, and you know what? Um, he's got like a still photograph on his Zoom. So. Um, you know, because he doesn't do video. He only does the audio and he records it on Zoom. Yeah. And the picture is from like 25 years ago, you know, yeah. when his hair was actually like black or brown. Right. You know, before he just decided, mm-hmm. oh, forget it. And he just decided to let it go. Yeah. Yeah. He's distinguished was looking-
0: mace now is what he mm-hmm. is. Distinguished with- mace. Oh, I like yeah. that title. Re- remember, funny. LZ, when he went distinguished mace, he just said the hell with it and just uh, went
1: gray, you know? It's, it's a good look for him. I agree. It's, it's a good luck. It's a lot of work. I rem- I had to get my <laughs> hubby, who premature grays, to, you know, embrace it. Yeah, but Steve That's is like, like salt and pepper.
0: I feel like he's like
1: Clooney Oh no, with it's salt Oh, no, it's salt now, bro. It's, yeah? It's salt now. Well, I haven't yeah, seen yeah, Steve yeah. in a while. That is I, true. I, I, since it like COVID, this. it's salt now, bro. The, 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 only, the only pepper is when I run my fingers through his it's Other than that, it's just straight salt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, so the of sort and, and you of know sort What uh, what? I said, LZ, what sort of sort of sort Bergman, I said Bergman has been released from his duty as the bit killer, and it oh, felt nice. like it's kind of like the Night's Watch in uh, Game of Thrones. He's been relieved of his duty, of his watch.
1: Did, did you release it for Purim? Is that what you did it for? Yes, or? yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. Is that That's now? When is Purim? Is yeah, that Purim up? tonight, Bergman, tonight. come on. When, when is it? Are you kidding
0: I mean, me? Uh, come you really on, are Burman? not. You're not a good version uh, like, uh, of the you? faith.
2: Oh, no, no, yeah, no. you know what I'm, it is? listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. It's, it's called West Coast Jew, okay? It's a yes. whole different kind, all right? I'm an East Coast Jew, but when you come to the West Coast, you become a West Coast Jew. That means, like, you show up for Yom Kippur for, like, 20 minutes, you feel good about yourself, and you go back to being a jerk the next day. I mean, that's, that's what this is all about. Bergman, come on, man. Purim, a little Purim tonight. LZ, thank you, my brother.
1: Thank you. Shabbat shalom, LZ. Listen, bruh, you know, I know I'm, I'm chocolate on the, out, on the outside, but the inside is straight rainbow, Straight rainbow. There you go. I, pay, you I go. pay attention. All right. I pay attention.
0: Speaking of paying attention, let's pay attention to the people who are chiming in at 877 espn let's, let's sneak through this quickly. We only got a couple minutes here because we got to uh, uh, go to the contest. By the way, if you're not registered, text the word MISSION to 40705. Joe in Northridge. What's going on in the Valley, Joe? Hey, what's
3: up, guys? I just
1: hey. want to um, chime in on the Lakers, man. I really, Go ahead, buddy. I
3: really feel that we need to manage LeBron now, especially during his. Uh, oh, Ooh, hey, on, come on, yeah. Man, I don't really? think
0: I don't think uh, the baby agrees with you. I mean, though. listen to me. Come on.
2: Come on. <laughs> <laughs> sorry.
3: Um, sorry. Right. <laughs> I personally think we should because he's already up to an age. He's been playing so long, and to win back to back championships is hard. Almost, you almost never see that. So. We need to rest them. I think it's important that the Lakers make it into top eight in order to to win another championship. Yeah, no, they'll they'll be in the playoffs. Yeah, they'll
0: they'll be in the playoffs, Joe. And thank you, buddy. Take care. They'll be in the playoffs, Joe. Take care of that uh, that little baby. Take care of the baby. Yeah, go deal
2: with the kids, man. Take care of the baby. Um, I agree, though. I agree. And I don't know what you guys think about this, but I agree. I think now um, I've come over to the other side where it's like, you know what, LeBron maybe is actually a human being. He's not superhuman. He can't play 40 plus minutes every night. He can't carry the entire team on his back. And you know what? Going through this losing stretch and and needing to rest and then having to deal with the All Star stuff, I would say now is the time to give him some rest. But I'll ask you guys: Frank Vogel have the clout to sit him, to rest him? To I don't tell think him not anyone
0: does. I don't think That's anyone not... has that clout. Uh, maybe Pop?
1: Maybe? Um, I'm thinking maybe his wife. Yeah, might be it. I mean, yeah.
0: I, I I will say this that might be it. Spo got him to sit a few games. I, I mean, like two or three tops a season, tops. And I think Ty Lue got him to sit a few, you know, like so. I mean, I'm not saying Frank can't, but there needs to, you know, and maybe winning a championship has developed that relationship. But I think that LeBron, um, man, it, it's not easy. It's not an easy conversation to have, is what I would say.
1: I'm I'm sure it isn't. But it, I I feel like it needs to be had. Yes, I agree. because I, agree. It, it, I, I think it's getting evident. I think people are starting to see the toll mm-hmm. of having to do so much for so long. And believe it or not, this is the curse of being so good.
0: Yes, agreed.
2: This why is it such a hard so conversation
1: good? to have? Why, why can't you say, and look, I got it. I mean, Frank
2: Vogel, he's got a ring, but it's LeBron's team. So I, I get it. He's not... He doesn't coach in the traditional sense of I decide who plays when I pull guys off the floor. But why can't he just say to him, LeBron, you know, and I know, for us to win, you got to be at your best later. We gotta we gotta reduce the minutes right
0: now. What's so hard? Uh, it, it's not. It's just not easy because it's not what he does. He's not wired that way. Like he wants to play He's every not. game. You know that,
1: and, that's and he wants to issue. play. And he and he tends to play long. I mean, if anything, maybe you approach the conversation during the blowouts. Correct.
0: And just be like, yo, we're taking you out early no matter what. Yeah, exactly. If, If
1: Vogel wants to meet with
2: LeBron to have this conversation, will LeBron take the meeting?
0: Of course. Just yeah, sure. Yeah. Just making sure, just yeah, making that, sure that, part, that if... Who
2: sure. I mean, I mean, does Vogel it. have to go through to get a, a meeting with LeBron?
0: I mean, to him? Like, he's right there. To oh, LeBron. he talk, actually yeah, gets to talk day. to right him. There. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's yeah. not like an intermediary, yeah. intermediary I, or whatever. Oh, I
2: thought he had you know. to call, like, PR people no. and go through... Well, no. no, that was David Blatt.
1: David yeah. Blatt had to do all that. <laughs> yeah, for sure David Blatt
0: had to. There's no question. Let me go to Martin in North Hills. Martin, what's up? What's on the therapy session for you? what's up? How's it
1: going? Big Laker fan.
3: Huge Laker fan.
0: Okay. Yes, sir. Big fan of you the
3: But anyways... Uh, I am getting concerned with LeBron's minutes, especially when our players can't shoot their damn threes. Sucks. He needs help. I don't know if we need to trade our players. Caruso's not showing up. Kuzma, KCP missing open threes. It's horrible.
0: Well, I, I will say uh, this, appreciate- Martin. Martin, thank you for the call, and we'll we'll, we'll address that because the trading of the players is a thing that we get a lot, and I'll address that on the other side because our buddy Bobby Marks actually did a huge primer Uh, about trade season coming up in a couple of weeks he did it for Uh all 30 teams and i'll tell you what he said about the lakers we'll do that plus i never got to my jazz theory uh so we'll have all that coming up and here's the deal in three minutes we're going to announce who can win the 180 bucks and how you can win 180 bucks is very simple register your name by texting the word mission to four zero seven zero five we'll be back in three minutes announcing a name
2: Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
0: Thank you, Chris. Our name today is Matt Figueroa. Matt Figueroa from Whittier. Matt Figueroa from Whittier. I'll anglicize it for you. Matt Figueroa from Whittier. Hey, right.
2: George, before you yeah. over anglicize that, that was who won yesterday. Sorry yes, about that. I just that. want to say, yeah, because yeah. I remember that name very, very specifically because yeah. I yeah. tried to anti anglicize it. I yeah. tried to be like Mat Figueroa. You know what I mean? Yeah. Didn't yeah. work.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, today we have a young lady. Her name is mm. Jessica Perez. Okay. Jessica Perez. There you go. From Anaheim. That's Jessica Perez, as I anglicize it again, from Anaheim. <laughs> Jessica Perez, your mission is to call us back within 20 minutes, so you've got till 4.52, and you call us at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776, and you can win $180 bucks in cash and qualify to win the grand prize of $1,800. You have till 4.52, Jessica Perez from Anaheim. If you know Jessica Perez from Anaheim, tell her to call us at 877-710-ESPN, 877 710 Three seven seven six. And, uh-huh. This yeah.
1: Anglo-Sized competition was brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. Visit SweetJames.com. It's the Mission eighteen Cash Giveaway. Your chance at one hundred eighty bucks a day,
0: and the grand prize of eighteen hundred dollars. See, I got Ron Burgundy there.
2: A little bit, a little bit. But you know what? The, the nice thing will be this. You're going to feel great in a matter of moments because if Jessica Perez calls in, it's going to be awesome. And if somebody just gets a hold of Jessica's man, because a lot of times we're finding that uh, the you, you, ladies have kinda, had their...
1: You're kind of jumping the gun on it, aren't you?
2: You know, you're right. That's true, LZ. You're right. As a matter of fact, I am jumping the gun and, and I should be a little bit more conscious of that. Thank you, sir. So you're Jessica right, Perez, right? whoever your people are, whoever they may be. Uh, there you go. Yeah. See? See, I'm, I'm, I'm Jessica be might be about. single.
1: For all we know. And you just made her feel bad. Oh, Jessica! You, you know because she so broke up yesterday, girl.
2: and you reminded right. her by saying, right. her man, oh, man. Oh, I know girlfriend. I know." But I, now we're
0: gonna give her 180 bucks at least, and you she's know feel she, better. Yeah, yeah, you you feel exactly. much better. You right. know,
2: yeah. or you so. put her on the, the, the Sedano therapy couch. I mean that that would work too. You know, oh, maybe, we can do that for sure. Right? I mean, maybe yeah. she broke up with her man and she doesn't want to be in therapy over the Lakers crash and collapse. Maybe she wants to be on the therapy couch because she you know, has man problems or right. female problems.
0: LC. Exactly. And just, I feel like the audience would problems. love to do that. We could do that as <laughs> a family. Problems, right? yeah. we, could, we could do that as a family and help Jessica. We've made this whole thing up of Jessica's life. We have no idea. But uh, hopefully <laughs> Jessica's got good. a great sense of humor too. Uh, when she Does calls she have dogs? Oh, i got a <laughs> cat.
1: Oh, Jessica's a nun, and she's like, I have no idea what you gentlemen are saying.
0: Yes, exactly, right? (laughs) Uh, So anyway, um, so we were talking about the jazz earlier, Mm -hmm. and I've got a theory on the jazz, okay? Go on. I think that the NBA needs the jazz, and I'll tell you why, okay? I think that historically, if you look at the NBA— Clearly they have the blue bloods, right? The Lakers are unbelievably important. They're the crown jewel of the NBA, yada, yada, yep. yada, yada. Yada, okay? yada, yada. We all know that. That is, you know, that, that isn't debatable. But what you need, I think, even more so, because everyone seems to want Lakers, Clippers, Lakers, Clippers. And while I think it would be good for the city, I don't think the rest of the country would be all that engaged in it, to be frank with you. I do think, though, When you have these kind of small town versus the metropolis, right? Like, you got this blue collar versus the elites, right? I mean, think about, like, in the heyday of the NBA, right, when, you know, Reggie Miller and the Pacers were playing against, you know, Michael and the Bulls, or they were playing against the Knicks, right, and Spike Lee was going at it with their fans, like, that stuff always sells michael against the jazz right the whole pizza thing right when they poisoned his his pizza uh, all that stuff which we don't know if they actually allegedly poisoned his pizza.
1: Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly allegedly
0: whether allegedly. he actually poisoned his pizza or that michael was just having a rough night you know what i'm saying but nonetheless the flu game all that stuff right like i i feel like the nba has gone away lz and scott from like creating the drama you know like like, think about it. it. wasn't that long ago, right? We had this thing with KD going to the Warriors. And everybody would be like, oh, my God, I can't believe they did that. You know, like, and it was like this thing. And when LeBron clearly went to Miami, we know how crazy that was. And then previous to that, like, all the 90s stuff, I feel like when the NBA has thrived, they've had that. And they've had villains, like, clear villains. Like, I look at the Brooklyn Nets. They should get the treatment that the Warriors got and the Heat got and those guys. I feel like the league has made a mistake by not allowing people to do that and then marketing those teams the way that previous teams had been marketed.
1: I feel as if the league has gone away from being puppeted or having a puppeteer to people are now seeing the league for what it's always been. And what I mean by that is, you know, the 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 scenarios the the narrative, if you will that you're talking about George were really manufactured in a lot of ways
0: by like, David stern because he was yeah. he he was great at creating television
1: and it was creating television and because players weren't you know really able to tell their stories independent of major- mainstream media, we kind of bought into it right but now we're beginning you know over the last few years we're realizing that most of these guys you know, are friends. They don't hate each other. You know, they're they're not out to kill. With the mobility now of players being empowered and and utilizing free agency better, um, the notion that this player is with this one team and he's of this city and he hates this city over here and that player, like all of that is gone. And I think what we're missing is that old school feeling of animosity. But what we have is a cooperative. And for some people, the cooperative is not nearly as compelling as the animosity. So, George, what are you getting at, though, with with Utah? Are
2: are you saying that the NBA should be intentionally marketing them as what they are, which is Salt Lake City, small town. Underdog, uh, yada, yada. Team basketball. Right. Not not superstars. No no superstars. You're saying that the league should be outwardly celebrating and marketing that
0: yes i think that they absolutely should because you there is a portion of the audience in theory because the nba audience is eroded by half okay and look there's a lot of reasons for that that we don't have to get into right now um but i do think that part of that is is that is that it's people think oh it's just a star league there are no teams anymore well here is a team (laughs) like this is you know they've got all-stars right in gobert and donovan mitchell and i think they have a very marketable star specifically in donovan mitchell a kid who you know went to college at Louisville for a couple years, right? He went to a big blue blood school. He went to, you know, his dad works in professional sports. He was a minor league baseball player, worked in the front office for the Mets for a long time. Like he gets the sports aspect of it. He's willing to say some stuff. Like he's not he's not milk toast like Tim Duncan was with the Spurs. Like I think that the 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 Jazz should be marketed as that team who compete against the Lakers, not the Clippers.
2: I got to tell you, I'm and I'm just going to tell you guys, watching the game last night and looking at their floor, and I know this may sound strange to everybody, but feel me on this, okay? Okay. Like, like just watching them. It's kind of like watching the British Open of golf. Sometimes you're like, ugh, it's so gray and gross and cold and brown and uh, the, 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 the grass isn't green. I just don't even like watching it on TV. Their color scheme, their logos, their floor, their unis, like it all just looks very drab to me. And 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 you know, it's kind of unexciting. So look, here's what I would say to the Utah Jazz. Rather than waiting for the NBA to come market you as something, you know, of an underdog, make sure that one of these guys becomes a superstar. Because Giannis is in Milwaukee. And people know about Giannis and they know about yeah, the Bucks. Yeah,
0: but Giannis is an American, man, and that stuff plays. At the end of the day, it, 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 you know, international players don't play the same way here. No, I'm from just a saying, though, that, but, he's,
2: but, he's, but he's known, and the Milwaukee Bucks are a smaller market franchise, and they're a known commodity because they have a star that people know.
0: Right. But, but that's also because the NBA has pushed Giannis in everyone's face over the last couple of years.
1: Well, not just okay. that, they win. <laughs> well, right, mean, but the Jazz, I mean, jazz are that's, the, that's an the, important aspect of this. Sure, the, the and the Jazz, jazz are, are finally at a place right where they're winning, like the Bucks have the last couple of years. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, so let's just wait and see what happens when people catch up to the winning that's happening right now. If they're able to maintain it, because trust me, if the Bucks were still flirting around, you know, forty some odd wins, maybe a fifty win season here or there. Giannis would not be the, the star that we know today. Right. It's, but, but, it's, it's because that team is winning and leading the league in wins that they're elevated.
0: Right, and I think that there's that. And I think now if I'm the league, I would elevate the Jazz is what I'm saying. Like when that second half schedule came out, I would have put more Jazz games on. Um, or against, even if it's against the Lakers or the, the Warriors teams that we know can rate, just because you know the eyeballs will be there. But anyway, we can continue this. We can also get back to the leather couch in a moment. Uh, we are going to have, who is the gentleman that we're going to have? Michael Schwimmer. Dude, this he is, this the is founder. so interesting.
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean, we talked about this last week. He, this, right. this, we wanted this interview. We got this interview. This is going to be very, very interesting.
0: Yeah, he's the founder and CEO of, uh, of a company. that lone, League
2: Advance. This right, is that, amazing
0: that advanced Fernando Tatis uh, some money in, in exchange for a percentage when he eventually signed his contract. So we wanted to talk to him because it feels like a, a interesting business, um, and and there is risk involved, um, but also a big payoff, clearly, potentially. So we wanted to talk to him for a few minutes. We're going to talk to him in two and a half minutes. Sedano, and Cap, here on 710 ESPN. We're still waiting to hear from Jessica Perez. We're trying to give you $180, young lady. So Jessica Perez from Anaheim. Call us at 877-710-ESPN if you want to win $180. bucks. you have got another six minutes or so. And uh, if she doesn't call in, tomorrow we'll be giving away $360. It gets to roll over. So uh, we were talking about this uh, next guest for the last week or so since yeah. the Fernando Tatis mm-hmm. signing and contract. It's Michael Schwimmer, the founder uh, and CEO of Big League Advance. He is a former Major League Baseball pitcher for the Philadelphia Phillies. And long story short, um, his investment fund is uh, – I guess now owed millions from Fernando Tatis's $340 million contract from an advance he gave him uh, early, uh, I guess, in his baseball career. So, uh, first of all, thank you so much for joining us, Michael. We appreciate it. Thank you for the time. I uh, hope you and yours are all safe and healthy. Let me ask you this. Like, I, I guess the best way to start it is this way. Can you give me kind of the elevator pitch of what it is your company does. If someone's listening for the first time and isn't familiar with what your company does for Major League Baseball players, what would be the elevator pitch?
3: Uh, sure. So first off, thank you guys for having me on. Um, I really appreciate it. Elevator pitch. I'll give it to you right now. So basically, we have we are a data analytics company that analyzes all 7,000 minor league baseball players. Minor league baseball players have less than a 10% chance to play one day in the major leagues. We build these models to try to figure out which players are going to make it, and if so, by how much, and we invest in them. So it's critical to understand these are not loans. So we give players money up front in exchange for a future share of their earnings. If they don't make it, they keep all of the money. So you could do it for, you know, I don't know how many people 18, 19, 20 grow up wanting to be LZ or wanting to be, wanting to be the next Cap. You know, Jorge, I'm not sure how many people want to be the next Sandano, but uh, I'm just messing around there. But we would give them all these 18 to 20 year olds money in exchange for a future share of their earnings broadcasting. So if they end up not becoming a broadcaster, they keep it all. And if you know, they become LZ, then we're going to make a pretty good profit on that.
0: Well, LZ's got like 37 jobs, so that would be a very big profit. I what would percentage of the money,
2: what percentage, Michael, when, t- when Fernando Tatis gets how much from you, what percentage of his contract do you get back?
3: So all our deals are just for 1% of the player's future earnings, and the player can select what percentage he wants to give up for that corresponding dollar amount. So we might – go to a player and say listen we're going to give you a hundred thousand dollars every one percent you want to give up with a max of a million per ten so a player some players might want three hundred thousand and then we would get three percent of their future earnings in that deal so this company was you know our tagline is created by players for players and we give them the option to just give up one percent and they can choose along the scale whatever they would like to choose
1: i hear what you're saying and i see the business model and I want you to help me see how this isn't closer to predatory lending and more towards investing in a future asset because it feels to me, on the outside looking in, that when you approach particularly Major League Baseball players who are prospects, who obviously are coming from very little money and will, and do not get paid a lot of money in minor league baseball, that there's an advantage there that you can come in and say, hey, you're making five cents to the out to the to the dollar. Why don't we give you twenty dollars to the one dollar and then we'll just worry about, you know, the payback on the other end, and that's when bam, you hit them with this bill.
3: Sure. Um, so we are literally the polar opposite of payday lending. The payday lending industry prays and takes advantage of poor individuals, puts them in a cycle of debt, and keeps taking money away from poor people, right? In this scenario, the people that don't make it, the people that are less fortunate, get hundreds of thousands, in some cases millions of dollars, never have to pay any of it back. OK, it's the people that are these hundred millionaires that do have to pay a big percentage back. So, again, it's the exact opposite there. And it's a situation to where, again, it's not a loan, it's an investment, and we are, you have to understand, we're going to be losing money as a company on 80 plus percent of the players that we invest in, meaning 80 plus percent of the players we invest in are actually going to be making money. In the payday lending business, everybody loses, right? There isn't anybody that makes more money than what they, they start out with. Um, and so it, it's also critical to understand these minor league players, they do. They make $2 to $4 an hour. But guess what? They all have financial advisors, a full legal team, all because they are represented by agents. So we deal with the agents. We make sure it is critical. When I started this company, that every single player that did a deal with us understands exactly what they are doing. We require each player to have their own lawyer review the contract for them. We want to make sure that, you know, when I talk with Fernando Tatis, I was in the Dominican Republic speaking with him, his father. We went over every possible scenario. You know, Fernando obviously didn't need the money, right? He wanted the money because he wanted to invest in himself. He wants to become the best baseball player that ever lived. And he took our money and he built a baseball diamond in his backyard, okay? So he can take more ground balls, right? His idea is the percentage that he owe is going to have to give us back. He's going to make way more than that percentage playing baseball because he is going to use that money to invest in himself to make himself the best player he could possibly be. it would be no different, LZ, than me investing in you. And then instead of Instead of you like driving Uber or whatever you'd be doing at age 18 to try to get extra money, now you can get voice lessons or something that any broadcaster would want to get, right? You can invest it in yourself to make more money and to live that American dream.
1: Are you saying I need voice lessons?
3: (laughs) (laughs) The 18-year-old version of you, I don't know. Yeah, uh, Michael
0: Schwimmer, <laughs> the, great found- voice, by the way. <laughs> founder and CEO of Big League Advance. The 80% number is interesting to me because it almost sounds like the stock market, right? Like, you you, you know, you can inv- – now, obviously, it's, it's a little more detailed than that um, it, because there's a lot more that goes into – well, maybe not when you think about it because when you're picking stocks, uh, there's a good chance that a lot of them, particularly if you go like OTC stocks, that they're not going to hit. But if you hit one out of every ten, you're going to be in great shape. Um, so let me ask you this. You were a Major League Baseball player. Um, What led you to go into this particular business? Was it something that you were eyeing when you were
3: already a player? It's something that was, you know, minor league pay structure has always been near and dear to my heart. You know, when I was with the Phillies, I was a representative in the Players Association on the licensing committee, the executive subcommittee, which directly negotiates the collective bargaining agreement with owners. I put together this long PowerPoint that we need to start getting minor league players at least minimum wage. And I had this entire structure, this entire plan on how to do this, um, involve ownership, some players. And the MLBPA came back to me and said this is an absolute non-starter because their job is to protect major league players. That's their Any union's job is to protect its constituents, and those do not include minor league players. And so, you know, th- this is just an underserved group, somebody I've been trying to figure out how do we help these players from a financial perspective and de-risk a lot of their careers. I mean, think about you're making, five, you're making 2 to $4 an hour and 90% don't make it. What do they do with 25 years old and a family? Right now, with at least with us, they're getting hundreds of thousands of dollars. And from an investor standpoint, it is exactly like investing in you know startup tech stocks. Right? I might invest in ten stocks; nine might fail. But what if I invest in Amazon? I'm still going to make money as a company. Yeah, and To your Michael, point, LZ. Yeah, I'm good.
2: Michael, what I want to ask you though is is when you start a business like this, and you say, "Hey, here's my concept. I'm going to give minor league players money, and I'm going to bet on." guys becoming major league stars and signing big deals. And then we're going to take a percentage and that's how we're going to make money. It would take money to start. So when you started Mm -hmm. a business like this, you didn't make hundreds of millions of dollars as a major league ball player. Um, Did you have lots of cash backing you up so that you could go out and recruit talent?
3: Yeah. Yeah. You you can, you can say you pretty plainly, I was a very below average middle reliever. So no, I certainly did not make more than a hundred million dollars to be able to do this. Um, but I did put together I, – I spent 13 months building the algorithm and building the models that went um, into this, into these valuations for these players. And I then took this business plan at 28 years old. I went to these investors and said, I'm trying to raise $25 million in a business that it, it has never existed before, and I concept an idea that has never existed before. And it was uh, very difficult. Um, and I had to do a deal very similar to the players. In order to get investment, I had to give up 33% of my future earnings for at the time was essentially a dollar a share. Um, and now it's, it's gone up to almost 50x that. So it'd be, you know, but I had to do it because I had to get on the board. I needed the money. And, you know, I would never consider investors taking advantage of me for that. It's just business. You know, I, I did what I had to do. I raised 100, ended up raising $150 million from both funds. Um, It was great to get Paul Podesta, who is a feature character in the movie Moneyball, as as a partner early on. Um, One of our early investors was Bill Miller, who is the Lake Mason guy that, you know, beat the S&P 500, I think, a record 16 years in a row. And, you know, just pitch after pitch, I was in, I think, 31 cities in 42 days just talking to anybody that I could to to try to get investments. The vast majority, of course, passed on it, uh, but the ones that did not are um, very happy right now. I would think so.
1: Last question for you, and not that I'm bored by baseball, but I actually think this is more fascinating. Every year, you write your wife a song. <laughs> you you <laughs> go out, you go out, and you get professional How musicians. How did you know that? You go out. How did you know that? Man, a journalist no knows that. It's, it's, guys, it's
0: my mean, he's, he's the actual journalist <laughs> on he's the show, so I'm not surprised. This guy it works is, for the is, LA is,
1: Times. Come on, it is my job, my man, to be prepared for the show. So when I saw you were on, I was like, I need to know more than the fact that he's six foot eight and I'm not quite sure if I believe his business principles or not. I wanted to know more. <laughs> and so the story is fascinating. Can you please explain how did you come up with the idea? And more importantly, what does your wife thinks about this idea?
3: So the song idea was, you know, I, when I got married, you know, singing music is out of every piece of my comfort zone. I have no rhythm. I have no voice. I love music, but I'm awful at it. And I wanted to show her that I could go, I will do anything and go out of whatever comfort zone that I had um, to try to do something special for her and surprise her. And Every year I do write a song. I fortunate I did sing the first one, which was highly embarrassing. Um, but then the rest I did get professional artists um, to, to, to put together. So, you know, we've been married for nine years now. And so, you know, hopefully we're 50 years old. We'll have a 50 song soundtrack of our of our lives together.
0: I love that. That's, That's fantastic. fantastic.
2: That is yeah. making the rest of us look really bad. Really bad. Now, really yeah, bad. I hope
3: my wife isn't listening. Wow. Damn it. I, All right. I, I I joke with my friends. I was like, I can be romantic one day a year, so I can so I can not be for three hundred and sixty-four. You know, so like the right. one day lasts me a pretty that's good like the, pretty good while.
1: So. That's like the BLA model.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Michael Schwimmer, founder and CEO, of Big League Advance. Hey, man, thanks for taking the time. We appreciate it, man. Thanks again. Be safe. All right, thanks. Bye. You got it. There he is. All right, we got to take a quick break because Laura's gonna kill us because we're way over. Uh, we'll discuss some of that on the other side. Plus, we open. We we didn't get a winner. Jessica did not call in, right, Laura? No, Jessica Press did not call in. Tomorrow's three hundred and sixty bucks. If you want to register for the three hundred sixty bucks, text the word mission to four zero seven zero five. We're back in three minutes.